Hello, everyone. Hello, welcome back to the I Almost Died podcast. We have a little special guest here. I don't know if you can see her or not on the video. She's very scared because, um, because I'm loud, but only when I'm filming. So this is like new for her. She never experiences me in filming mode. So this is our special guest for the episode today. This is Kobe, my dog. And you're probably thinking, Ben, I was expecting human guests on the podcast. Camo, like put her down. Not like with a, like euthanasia. I'm gonna let her sleep. Um, hi everyone. Welcome back to the I'm Was Dive podcast. This um is gonna be a really fun episode because I'm gonna tell the crazy story of how my dog, Colby, nearly died. And this was like crazy. Like this is like an actual like tale. And I never knew like a good way or a good place to like tell this because it's like so random. And also she's a dog, so it's like I'm not gonna like make a video on my dog's behalf. It's her life. It's her story to tell. But she just whispered the whole story to me in my ear, so I'm ready to tell it. Um, so <laughs> this happened when I was, like, 15. Um, I was, like, literally like a little baby. And basically, um, I really, like, me personally, I don't have that much to play in this story. And I'll tell you why. So when I was 15, I was an exchange student in Japan amazing time I had there really freaking fun I'll get into that later but while I was gone while I was abroad back home in Canada some terrible things were going on so um I guess I'll give you like a little briefer on Kobe we got her when I was like 10 she's my best friend literally like when Kobe dies I'm literally gonna disappear for like two months and live in the wilderness like that can't happen the fact that animals have to die is <clears throat> makes me so upset anyways um yeah i really love her so much um looking at her over there she's like sitting on the couch mm, baby sweet little bun oh my god i saw this on tiktok and i need to know if y'all know what i'm talking about um so please comment if you're watching this on the youtube version please tell me if you know what i'm talking about you know when dogs get really sleepy and they curl up and they get all cute and they smell like crackers or like pretzels or like bread. Please tell me your dog does that too. Because I saw a TikTok and like it had a lot of like. So like it's a thing. It is a thing that dogs smell like crackers when they get all tired and cute. But like it's so weird. Like why does that happen? John Green or Hank Green. Like tell me why. Also still kind of still kind of tripping over the fact that John Green and Hank Green both commented on my TikTok. And I almost ratioed them. I think their TikTok has 1.2 million likes and I have 1.1 million likes on my spam. I put effort into a whole video that day and it got less likes than a random video on my spam. So love TikTok for that. Anyways, back to the story. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I love Kobe. And when I was gone in Japan um, for about a month, like, Kobe was with my mom, where she always lives. It's not like Kobe went and got a job or, like, went to college or something. So, um, <laughs> I was having the time of my life in Japan. I literally loved it. It's my favorite trip that I've ever been on. It, it wasn't even really a trip. Like, I was, like, pretty much living there. But, um, while I was gone, Kobe disappeared into thin air. So this is how my mom tells the story. Uh, one morning, like sh there was like a neighbor, 
um, where we were living at the time, and she, like, knocked on the door because Kobe got into a really bad barking habit at the house we were at at the time. Like, she had a big backyard, and there was lots of people, like, crossing. There was, like, a railroad behind, and there was, like, tons of people just, like, always walking. So, like, Kobe was a barking. She was she was raising her voice, using her voice, letting it be known. And um, she would bark at everyone for no reason just because she felt spicy. And... <laughs> Um, it wasn't good because she literally was getting the neighbors pissed off. Like the neighbor came up to my mom that morning while I was in Japan and it was like, you need to put a damper on your dog. You need to, you needed to, I needed to stop barking. And she's like, oh, sorry. I guess a dog, like, <laughs> I don't know what else dogs do other than bark, but she's like, okay, sorry, eh, I'll fix it. So anyways shouldn't really do anything because like what can you do to make a dog a dog stop barking like put a shot collar on it now what are we barbaric so anyways um later that day my mom goes in the backyard i guess i wasn't there and kobe's gone kobe is not there now this house it had a really questionable back fence like kobe had gotten out before but like i had just been lucky enough to like catch her escaping like through like a crack in the fence or something i'd be like get your little butt back here uh 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 mamas and so like i just happened to catch her those times but this time she was gone kobe kobe really made a made a made an escape a prison break if you will now as you guys know i was in japan at the time i had no clue this was happening this entire time my mom never told me that Kobe was missing, which in retrospect is like really good because I was having the time of my life in Japan. It was like the best, like most formative trip for me because I was like 15 and all of a sudden I was just like living on my own in Asia. I'm like, this is kind of crazy. So like if I definitely heard that Kobe, like my best friend was just like missing in the downtown of a city. I probably would have just not eaten the rest of the trip. I would have had like multiple anxiety attacks every single day. Like, oh, oh, oh. so my mom never told me, which is really good. By the way, that Japan trip, like not to beat the dead horse, but dang, I had fun there. Like literally so fun. If you ever get to go to Japan, when, when this whole thing is over, when this whole COVID thing, is like go, like it's so fun. And it's one of the most friendliest cities, too. Like, when I was there, my friend literally lost his wallet. Like, he left it on a, on um this bench in a subway station. And we, like, went our whole day before, like, we, like, went throughout our whole day without realizing that it was gone. And we, like, found out that he was missing his wallet. We get back to the same bench, and it was sitting there. No one took it. And this was a packed subway station. People are so nice in Japan. Anyways, definitely go. It has the Ben of the Week seal of approval, baby. Go to Japan. Anyways, regardless. Regardless. Oh my god, I just said my Apple Watch, or my Apple Watch just told me that it thinks I'm still working out. I'm very much sitting on my butt. <laughs> I'm not the one to work out, mama. Anywho, so, Kobe's off in the wilderness. I have no clue what is going on, because I'm in a foreign country in Asia, like, living my life completely unbeknownst. And so I guess I'll kind of describe the area around where, like, me and my mom were living. 
it was like it was like downtown but there was also like kind of like this big like river valley area with like lots of forests and stuff like right near us so like on one side was like packed city a lot of people a lot of crazy people a lot of scary people and then there was just the forest which you'd think would be better for an animal no there's coyotes and i think literally a mountain lion was living in there i'm pretty sure there was like a mountain lion like killing chihuahuas from like people's backyards so really good really good um options for kobe there and so so after my trip was done i like i i obviously flew back to canada and the whole time when i was on the trip i was like facetiming my mom like i think either every day or like every second day and I'd be like, hey, like, what's up? Like, miss you. And they'd be like, oh, my gosh, put Kobe on. Show me Kobe. And she'd be like, mm. <laughs> Kobe's in the backyard. And I just never questioned it in my head. I was never like, oh, that's a little bit strange. I haven't seen Kobe in, like, three weeks. What's that about? <laughs> so I never questioned it. I was like, okay, bye. See you later. So I get back to Canada and when I'm, when, uh, I, I was like, re basically this was like a school trip. Like we were, there was like me and my friends, but we were all like put into like our own, um, our own like host families. Like me and my friend had our own host family, like separate from everyone else's. But anyways, we were like all back in the, um, in the airport back in Canada and I was collecting my bags from the carousel whatever what do you call that thing the carousel i've always wanted to like sit on it and like ride it until the back area and like see what goes on back there like i want to like pack myself into a suitcase and just see what happens because i feel like there's some like illuminati things going on in shipping and the up that's not even shipping i don't even know anyways i'm collecting my luggage and my mom calls me to like be like oh how is your flight like you're back safe so she gives me a call. I'm like, hey, mom. And the first thing she says, the first thing she says is, Kobe's completely fine, but I'm going to tell you something right now, and you can't freak out. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell does that mean? What does any of those words mean right now in this moment? <laughs> She's like, Kobe was missing for two weeks. And I'm sitting there with my luggage, and I literally freeze. I'm like, what in the world did my birth giver just tell me in this moment? How? I, like, so went through my head. I was like, are you sure Kobe's okay? Like, what do you mean Kobe's okay? Like, you just said she was missing for two weeks. Like, is Kobe okay? That does not sound like Kobe's okay. Kobe sounds like she was just missing for two weeks. So the panic like set in and my mom like really reassured me. She was like, no, Kobe's literally right here. Switched it to FaceTime. I saw Kobe, but she's like, here's what went down. So Kobe got out that day and she just, she just escaped. Now, Kobe, as you saw, if you saw in the video, um, you know, she's a very small animal, a very weak looking, prey looking animal. If you didn't, see on the video if you're listening to this um she's she weighs 12 pounds 
She's this tiny little rat creature thing. If you saw her running down the street in a dark alley, you would think she's a rat. Like, literally, like, an uncooked piece of chicken that somehow moves. So, like, the thought of her being in the wild by herself actually makes me want to cry. Especially for two weeks. So, Kobe got out. And what I assume happened is... She probably, like, went straight for the forest because she's a big scaredy cat. Like, we walk this girl in the dog park or anything, and if she sees another dog, she will sit down, or even another human, she will sit down and wait for them to pass. Like, she is the most introverted, antisocial creature I've ever met, and that's coming from me. So, like, the thought of her living on her own in the forest for two weeks. It's stressing me out literally thinking about it right now. Like, I don't know, like, I truly can't crack the code. I don't know what she did to survive. Imagine you're living in the forest for two weeks. What could you possibly be eating to survive for two weeks in the forest? Like, no food. There's no, like, it's like a weird river valley in the middle of the city. So, they're like, there's not really, like, anything, any plants you can eat. And it's also, like, hella polluted so polluted there's like car like okay (laughs) we'll get back into that right after this break okay welcome back um so (laughs) kobe's out here in the forest out here in the wilderness eating god knows what now you're probably wondering how the frick did we ever get this poor animal back and that's a bueno question (laughs) so I asked my mom when I was at the airport collecting my baggage and she had called me and told me the worst thing I could have ever heard. Um, She told me that Kobe was found by like this lady who was like walking her dog in the forest and mm, I'm gonna cry. (laughs) I'm gonna cry. She saw this like little small scared white creature come up to her like really timidly like she saw in the forest and was like, hey. That's supposed to be a bark. That sounded nothing like a bark. And, like, tried to, like, coax it over. Like, hey, come on, it's safe. And Kobe was, like, so hungry and scared that she just, like, decided to, like, get over her, like, anxiety and go up to someone. Oh, my God, Kobe. <laughs> Not me literally crying on a podcast. That's so embarrassing. Uh, anyways. <laughs> so, this lady... um like, saw her and found her in the forest, and thankfully, Kobe is microchipped, so, like, when you get a dog, if you don't do this, like, you need to do this, um, you can get the microchip, so they put, like, a little chip in the ear, so if your dog ever goes missing, someone can, like, take the dog in question and take it to, like, I don't even know, like, the, a veterinary clinic, the pound, like, one of those places that handles dogs where they're nice, and they don't put them down for no reason, and they'll, like, scan it, and, like, it'll bring up all the contact information, your name, your phone number, your address, like, literally a lifesaver, so she had that, thankfully, and this lady, like, brought her into her house, and then I guess took her to, like, I think it was, I think it was the vet clinic, like, the same one that we took Kobe to, like, before she went missing, so they take her in, and Kobe was, like, two pounds, thinner than how she usually is and you're probably thinking two pounds then that's nothing skinny queen ew i know i just did not say skinny queen in 2021 that is anyways um she was yeah she lost two pounds which is like when she's 12 pounds that's like 
an eighth of your body mass. That'd be like losing if you weigh 100 pounds. I don't know math, but like probably like 20 pounds. And she was already skinny to begin with. She was already like on the low end of things. Not to skinny shame my dog. Love you, Kobe. You look great. You look fantastic. But like literally, oh my God, she was so thin. So um, I was still like, this all happened while I was gone. So my mom told me that when she like picked her up, she like thanked the lady and thanked the vet clinic because the vet clinic was super nice. They were like giving her free food when she needed it. Oh my God, I'm gonna cry again. And so like my mom said that when she picked her up, Kobe like just slept for days on end, like sleeping and sleeping, which imagine you live, oh my God. Imagine you're literally living in the forest. Like, where do you sleep? When is it safe to sleep? It's not. It's the forest. There's coyotes and there's crazy people that will eat you. Like, <laughs> so, anyways, Kobe slept a lot, a lot, a lot, and ate a lot because, like, yeah. Like, it, I actually can't wrap my head around how she survived. Like, I will walk Kobe and actually feel scared she's going to die, like, while I'm walking her. Because I feel like she's going to, like, eat, like, a dirty needle or something like that. Imagining her out there in the bushes, literally scavenging. Like, what could she possibly be eating? Berries? Where do you find berries? Food? She only eats her dog food. She eats nothing else like you're telling me kobe was out here eating leaves and grass like a little cow uh-uh i don't believe it i don't believe it and like this lady like like no one took her in like i like i legitimately believe she was like out there in the forest or even in the city which scares me more because there's a lot of nasty stuff on the sidewalk that i don't want her touching like when i literally walk her i don't walk her in any downtown areas because like the sidewalk is just so busted and i feel like she's gonna like lick some human urine or something so like, I actually don't know how she survived, but she did. As y'all saw when I brought her in here at the very start of this podcast, low Kobe. But what blows my mind is like Kobe is, oh my God, she's like the most emotional animal I've ever. I don't know who just texted me. Anyways, she's like the most emotional animal I've ever met. Like the few times where I've had to like use a stern voice on her, like if she like pees or poops inside and I'm like, Kobe, what did you do? She will literally have an anxiety attack. She will start panting and like walking around in circles. And like, she'll be so stressed out. She'll be like coming up to my lap, like trying to like lick me and be like, I'm sorry. Like she is honestly, and I think that's like a poodle thing. Cause she's a cock, she's a cockapoo, which is a cocker spaniel poodle. And I'm pretty sure poodles are like the most emotional of all the dog breeds. So that's <laughs> really good. <laughs> so I was amazed when like Kobe survived this and somehow like didn't have any like any psychological issues afterwards. Bruh, if I if I was like a child and somehow escaped and was living in the woods for two weeks, when you found me, when you would find me, I would I would be a little bit a little bit coco loco. I don't understand how Kobe, like, was just back to normal. I was like, mm, 
did they clone Kobe or like find a different dog or something? Or like, did, did Kobe actually die? My mom felt so guilty. She like found like a dog that looks exactly like Kobe because she was just completely back to normal. I was like, this is strange. Stranger things. So <laughs> I love her so much, y'all. Y'all don't understand. She's truly a one of a kind pet. Like when she dies, oh, a dark day it'll be. And I like, I can't stop thinking about all the different ways she could have died. Like a forest <laughs> with coyotes. You it makes no sense she lived for two weeks she must have like found like a den or something like the way i imagine it is she like got scared and she like ran into like like under a bridge or something or like cuddled up like by the river or like somewhere where there's like somewhere where there's like cover or shelter or something so that she wasn't like exposed to the elements now this was in summer so it's not like it was Canadian winter or something. She would have been dead in 20 minutes flat if, if, if that was the case. Canadian winter, it gets to minus 45 degrees here. So that's really fun. <laughs> but it was in the summer, so like a little bit more temperate. Um, I think literally July is when it happened. So I, I just like the panic I felt. Like, getting that call and just hearing that, like, your best friend has literally been living in the woods for two weeks. Jesus. And so what my mom was doing while this was happening, what she told me was she went to, like, the the SPCA, which is, like, I don't know what that stands for. It's, like, uh, it's, like, the pound. It's, like, where animals who need to be adopted are. But it's not, like, the mean ones in, like, some places in the States where it's, like, oh. Mm, little puppy you haven't been adopted in 10 days okay euthanasia like it's not like that i think they're good here so um my mom was like going to all of those and like checking um she was like checking all the different animals that had been turned in by like animal control and stuff to like see she printed out flyers and the picture <laughs> it was flyers and it said missing dog and it was this cute little picture of kobe as a puppy she was so adorable as a puppy and it like it was like 12 pounds her name is kobe she's very timid she won't come up to you probably um and i think the reward was like 500 dollars, which in retrospect i would have said like two million dollars and this is the thing i don't understand about like missing animals or just like missing things in general where there's like a reward why not say the reward is like $2 million? Because imagine imagine I went missing and, and my mom was like putting out posters or something and she said, reward $2 million. People are going to be a lot more motivated to find me. I, I crap you not, I literally saw a missing person sign, I think like a few weeks ago and the reward was $1,000. I would be so mad. I would be so mad if I went missing and the people in my life were like okay a thousand a thousand dollars seems about right <laughs> like what how could this is what makes no sense because you can literally just say missing person okay reward two million dollars people are gonna flack across the nation to find you it's you're gonna get a lot more attention it's gonna be a lot more motivation now you're probably thinking oh what if i don't have two million dollars well when they when you do get found and you get reunited with your family, 
the people aren't going to be like, okay, where's my $2 million? And they're not going to sue you or anything. They're not going to sue a family who just lost their child. That is not going to happen. You could just get away with it. You could completely get away with lying in that scenario, in that circumstance. So if you guys ever have a missing dog or God forbid a missing family member or something, lie, lie, lie and say the reward is a huge amount of money. It won't hurt you. Well, this is not legal advice. So don't wink, wink. Don't take it from me. But all I'm saying is no one's going to sue a family that thought their child was missing. So anyways, she was putting up the posters and like they weren't really doing anything because like, like I said, this house was smacked out between the forest and the city. So like if Kobe was in the city, like wandering around, maybe someone would have found her from the posters. But if you're in the middle of the forest, like there's no humans in there. So not going to work. But Oh, I love Kobe so much. I am so glad she got found. It's truly a miracle. Like, I don't, I don't believe in anything, but like, mm, maybe that was a miracle. I don't know. It seems very unlikely that Kobe, all 12 pounds of her, somehow survived in the wilderness for two weeks and was not eaten or beaten or something worse i can't think of anything worse i just hiccup that's pretty bad so anyways kobe is now thriving although she does she has developed some skin tags which is really nasty like she's literally getting like these nipple things growing on her side and at first i was like it's cancer like uh uh-oh but uh, but then we took her to the groomer and she's like oh lots of old dogs have this it's very common and i'm like okay Still looks like multiple nipples glued to her. And it's really weird petting her. You pet her and it's like, why did I just touch a nipple? (laughs) Oh my God. It's the way in which I just fully unplugged my microphone cord mid-podcast. That's really good. Guys, I'm a professional podcaster. (laughs) Um, Okay, back to my advice. If I could share one piece of advice, check to see if your backyard is like fully enclosed especially if you have a helpless dog like I do because like it literally takes the tiniest crack and they will slip through and then that could be it they could be gone forever I implore y'all I implore y'all to just go and check to see if there's a hole in the fence because like and well I don't know if I want to make that the message of this because afterwards when I tell you I fully was paranoid as hell I was Every single day, I would like do a perimeter check of the house to see if there was any any branches that had tipped over that maybe she could somehow tiptoe up and hop the fence. I would check to see every hole. I would like push on the fence boards that looked like they were a little bit flimsy to see if she could somehow like push her way through. And honestly, kind of the fear may have crippled me a little bit, just a little bit. So <laughs> um, within reason, make sure your backyard is secure. Especially if you live in a nasty, crusty place like I did. Like, the area that I lived in was so bad. Like, there was always people, like, really, like, shady people just, like, walking right, like, behind my house. Because it was, like, this – it was this weird, like, rail yard, but also, like, sidewalk, but also really busy street. So, you just had tons of people. And 
it made me so scared because like I had a dog that died in the past. I don't really want to talk about that. This is I almost died, not my dog did straight up die. Drum sound effect, but um, but I still don't know how that dog died. I think literally like someone threw like poisoned meat over the fence. That's the only thing I can think of. That's a whole other story that we're not gonna get into because I've cried enough over pets this episode so um also my foot is falling asleep like really bad and i have pins and needles so i think i'm gonna wrap this up but thank you so much for watching and for listening to this podcast i truly appreciate it um if you're listening to this on spotify uh apple Podcasts, uh apple Podcasts, make sure you leave a review five stars please i will give you a kiss on your toes if you do um, but also you can watch the video version if you're just listening to the audio version. And if you're watching the the video version and you gotta go do something, you gotta go change a diaper, you can listen to the audio version available on all podcast platforms, baby. Um, so thank you so much for watching. Um, make sure you guys tweet me your near-death experiences. I'm gonna be doing another, uh, um, listener-submitted episode. So tweet me at, or hashtag I almost died podcast. Tell me your near-death experiences. I want to hear them. Uh, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Ben of the Week. YouTube at Ben of the Week. Twitter at Ben of the Week. And I'll see you guys next week. Take care. Give your dog a kiss. Please. Tell them you love them. Okay. I love you so much. Bye. Bye.